Hey everyone, it's Charlie here and welcome to another video. So in today's video, well, I'm going to be trying to solve a bit of a fear you might be having and that's the fear of sales calls. Uh, I don't think there's a specific term for a phobia of sales calls, but when you're starting out new, chances are, uh, or even if you've been in the agency game for some time, you probably still experience a bit of nervousness going into a sales call. Now this is really important we fix because Sales is a transfer of emotion. If you feel anxious, if you feel nervous, if you feel apprehensive or scared going onto a call, unconsciously the empathetic nodes of the prospect's brain will pick up on that state and you'll be in trouble. Um, now, what I found is that when it comes to coming over fears like this, all you have to do is understand why they're there and they pretty much go away. If you can understand the root of the cause when it comes to like beliefs or fears, um, you can tend to, to solve it pretty easily. Um, I'm a firm believer that 90% of problem solving is just problem definition and 90% of getting over fears and is understanding why they're there. Now that might not apply for extreme phobias, like if you're scared of flying because you almost were in a plane accident, you know why you're scared, but that doesn't solve it. When it comes to these little uh, mental beliefs you have about calls, kind of helps to know where they've come from. So there's a couple of things. Um, the first thing that there's, there's two, two sorts of parts of this. The first one revolves around your belief system and basically your childhood um, and how it's kind of your mum's fault or your mother's fault. Uh, and I'll explain that in just a second. But the first one is to do with the way you see the call. If you see sales calls as sales calls, you will be terrified of them. You need to see sales calls as an opportunity to explore someone's business to see if you are a potential fit for them. And going into the call, you need to release attachment to two things. First of all, the outcome. Forget about the yes, forget about the no, forget about the maybe. Release all attachment to the outcome of the call. If you go into the call, with this sense of loss aversion, like, oh my God, I don't want to, I don't want to lose this deal. I need this deal. I need this deal. You will be desperate. You will be, uh, if you're so attached to the yes, it's this hyper intention thing. You'll actually sort of prevent the prospect from saying yes, because you've put so much attachment onto it. And that's all you seem to care about. You don't care about whether or not it's the right fit for them or whether it's something they actually need. All you care about is getting them to say yes, when they might not even, it might not even be the right thing for them to say yes. Right? So that's the first thing. If you go into the call with your full entire attachment onto the yes, then you're terrified you might not get it. And it's that fear that makes you nervous and actually stops you from performing well on sales calls. That's the first thing, remove attachment. The other thing to detach yourself from is your emotions coming into the call. Hard to do, easy to say, but when you come into a sales call, you want to sort of think to yourself like, if you're nervous or anxious or whatever it is, just note those emotions and understand that you just, just notice that you have them and become sort of, you know, I think in, um, in psychology, this is called metacognition when you think about thinking or you sort of observe your emotions from a third perspective. Just note that they're there. And you'll notice that you'll, you'll be like, okay, I'm feeling a bit anxious. And then just by noticing it and bringing it to your attention, it actually sort of relieves the pressure. So those are the two things, emotional detachment of the state you're in before the call. And the second thing is remove all attachment to the outcome. You almost, you don't want to not care about the outcome, but the only thing you should care about is properly diagnosing the prospect situation. That is your sole intention with the first 20 to 30 minutes of the call is diagnosis. Once you have a diagnosis and you think they're a good fit, then you have full attachment to the yes and the outcome of them actually buying from you. Um, but until that point, Point, until you know whether or not they're truly a good fit after 15 to 25 qualification questions, maybe not that many, but give or take that many, um, then you can put your attachment onto the yes and then you can care about the outcome. But coming into that, if you're nervous, release the attachment. If they're a good, you ask them questions, if they're a good fit for you, you're going to do everything in your power to get them on board. If they're not a good fit, you let go of it and it's absolutely fine. And you've got to remember that you don't have them as a client. You have nothing to lose by doing the call. You only have everything to gain. There's, you haven't, there's nothing to actually lose. If you don't close them, you haven't lost anything. 
yeah, sure, you might have lost the opportunity to get them on board, but you haven't actually lost money. The only thing that can, the only thing that can really come of that sales call is you making money and maybe losing 45 minutes of your time, but that's neither here nor there. So that's number one. Number two is your childhood uh, over here on this side. So the childhood has a pretty strong um, influence on how you approach different things in your life. And we're going to talk about sales calls today. Now, there are multiple beliefs that you will have been brought up with, depending on the society you live in and also the family that you live in. But for the most part, these ones should ring quite true to you. Don't talk to strangers. We're all taught that as children. Don't interrupt. We're all taught that as children. Um, what's the other one? Um, don't keep on. Right. So as a kid, we want something and we want someone to say yes. And our parents or authority figures, teachers say, stop keeping on at me. Stop keeping on at me. It's rude to be, it's rude to keep on at people. It's rude to, to sort of challenge people's opinions. You always have to answer questions. This is another thing. You know, if you're sat on your mum's lap when you're five years old and she asks you a question, you don't answer it. She's like, answer the question, you know, things, things like this. Um, let's, let's sort of unpack that. First of all, talking to strangers, don't talk to strangers. What's a sales call? It's an interaction with a complete stranger. And so you've got this mental, this mental belief programmed in you from basically birth all the way up until now from zero to 15 or 14, whatever it is, maybe even older, don't talk to strangers. It's bad to talk to strangers. Now that serves you well as a child because it protects you from awful things happening. But as you come into business, you have to understand that talking to strangers is a pretty fundamental skill to have. And you might not realize it, but the reason you might be scared of sales calls is because you've, you've, you've got this conflicting belief where throughout your early days, where your brain is most susceptible to forming new beliefs and new opinions and paradigms, you've been told to not talk to strangers and a sales call is a conversation with a stranger. And so you've already got the idea of someone who you don't know being this scary thing. And that's probably why you're struggling. So that's number one. Number two is, um, is the idea that we shouldn't, um, what was the second? What was number two? Because I know we've got don't keep on. Um, but number two, it's got my mind's gone completely blank now. Um, it's going to come to me in just a second. Don't talk to strangers. Um, don't interrupt. Okay. I think it was the other one. Um, this is an interesting, this is probably why you're afraid of cold calls because your whole life you've been told to not interrupt people's conversations or um, people's activities, right? But what's a sales call? Well, it tends to be an interruption. Now, if someone's actually scheduled a sales call with you, this isn't so bad, but when it comes to cold calling or trying to schedule calls with people, you're afraid you're gonna be interrupting their schedule because you've been told as a kid to not interrupt people. And so when you try and schedule a call with someone, you're gonna sound a bit sort of, mm, bit un, bit meek or not, not, too, not too sure of yourself because you don't want to interrupt their day because from birth, you've been programmed to not interrupt people. Um, also, answering questions. One of the best skills you can have as a salesperson is the ability to reflect questions or at least not answer them until you understand why it's been asked. So if someone says to you, um, do you use Facebook ads, right? Most salespeople, most agency owners will just hop straight and say, yes, we do. We do sales ads. We do, we do Facebook ads. We do retargeting. We do lookalike audiences. And they, they have this, this complete vomit of information comes out. Um, but I wouldn't answer that question until I know why the prospect's asking it. And I wouldn't answer the question unless I'd actually pre-qualify that they were the right fit for what we were doing anyway. Because if you hop on a sales call and you frame the call by saying, we've got a specific way we do this, where we say, hey, I'm going to start this call by asking you questions and then you can ask me questions. If the sales call starts and the person's like, I want to know if you do Facebook ads and you start word vomiting onto them, you've lost the call. It's gone. It's done. They hold the power because in a sales call or any conversation in a B2B setting, whoever's asking the questions tends to have the authority and also dictates the outcome of the call. Um, it's interesting, you know, like when it comes to sales, either you get the outcome you want or the prospect gets the outcome they want. 
right? It tends to never be the same way you want the clothes or they just want the option to actually think about it. And so it's the question of, you know, who's more persuasive and who, who asks the best questions that determines which outcome either person gets, if that makes sense. So, um, so yeah, in terms of don't ask questions, if I got on a sales call and this happens a lot with our agency coaching business where people are like, oh, before we get started, I want to know what strategies you use. And I say, whoa, that's a great question. And I'm really glad you've asked it because you'd be very surprised as to how little people ask it. And I love answering, but I can't tell you until I understand your business because we've got multiple strategies and it would not be ethical of me to prescribe you with one until I understand your situation or a properly diagnosed where you're at. Does that sound fair? Okay. And then you go into your questions. Um, so yeah, don't ask a question until you know, don't answer a question until you know why someone's asked it. So if someone asks if you use Facebook ads, you say, oh, well, that's an awesome question. Why have you asked that? Just out of curiosity. And then they're either going to say, I hate Facebook ads, or they're going to say, um, because I need them or something like that. And then you can sort of, your answer can be um, more conducive to what they want to hear um, or more persuasive in accordance to the set of beliefs they hold about what it is you're going to be doing. So that's, um, that's why you're scared of sales calls, right? Number one is because you're way too attached to actually getting the clothes and you're desperate. And your fear is more from losing the sale as opposed to actually winning the sale or doing the call itself because you're afraid of losing this thing that you probably haven't, you haven't even got it yet. There's nothing to lose. As soon as you realize that, what have you got to lose when you do a sales call? Like nothing in any way, shape or form other than maybe some time. But even then, when you spend that time, you sharpen your abilities to close deals. So it's not a waste of time at all. Nothing to lose by doing sales calls because you haven't got the prospect, you haven't got their business, you haven't got their money. And so if you don't get any of those things on the call, you haven't lost it. So where's this loss aversion coming from? I don't know. Um, and then number two is to start thinking back towards your childhood and think about all these beliefs you hold around dealing with people and communicating with people. And as soon as you understand what beliefs you have about that, you'll be able to realize how they resonate on the sales call. It could be not talking to strangers. It could be not interrupting people. It could be having to answer people's questions every time they ask them. You know, it could be, you know, we're always taught as a child to, to be really polite you know, and to be really agreeable and really nice to people and really friendly. And sometimes on a sales call, that's not the right thing to do. You know, salespeople that are really agreeable and friendly get pushed around. You know, you need to have this this sort of float like a butterfly, sting like a bee thing that Muhammad Ali said, where, you know, you've got the ability to be, to be nice, but you've also got the ability to, to have this streak to you where you can put your foot down if you need to. And that comes in handy in negotiation. Um, so yeah, that's everything for this quick video. Um, if you're afraid of sales calls, honestly, the best thing to do is just frame it. Your fear is most likely coming from either the, the, the beliefs you have as a kid or it's coming from the way you look at the call. You're seeing it as this scary business conversation that you need to close, that you need to do properly or there's, you know, just remove it, remove it, remove the sense of fear just by looking at it as an interaction with a business owner that you could potentially help. One last caveat, just be really fucking good at what you do, right? That's the main way to remove your fear of sales is to be so good at what you do that you like you're just incredible incredibly talented you can deliver the result you want for the client and therefore you're not afraid of what they think because you know you're really good and all you have to do is tell them how good you are and what your offer is and have a super strong offer because you're good and that will remove this fear you have because you know you're there with someone's best interest at heart you've got the capability or um skill set to potentially improve their life and change their life and so this is how i feel when i come into sales calls with agencies right as I'll start the call and I'll do it. And I know my, my, everything I say is underpinned by the fact that we have the single best product for agency coaching. We've had over 110 students go through our thing now and not one person has not seen results. Not one person has requested refunds. Not one person has 
complained or moaned, we've only had positive and good feedback because we've got an incredible product. And so I'm not afraid to sell that product to people. Now, here's the, here's the thing. I'll leave you this in closing. Most people are afraid of sales calls because they're afraid of what will happen if they sign a client. Not in terms of the onboarding, but in terms of they're afraid of their ability to actually deliver results. And so that's, that's one underpinning fear. If you have that, you need to fix it. And the only way to fix it is by getting good at what you do. Okay. The other thing is to have good intentions. If you know you've got good intentions for the prospect, you may not have much skill or experience yet, but if you know you're going to work like an absolute machine and an absolute dog, once you do sign someone, then you can use those intentions to have the confidence that you will be able to help someone once you acquire the skill. But if you've got a service, it's mediocre, it's crap, and you're scared of sales calls, it's probably because you're afraid of actually convincing someone to buy something that's probably mediocre or below average. Think about it. That's the truth. It's a painful thing to hear, but a lot of the time it's the case. So that's everything for today's video. Um, if you like this video, press the like button. It takes you all of two seconds. It helps me a lot. It helps you a lot because you see more videos like this one. Drop a comment with anything you want to say about this video, any other fears you might have. And also subscribe. Um, I don't really have a sub subscription goal for this channel. My, my goal is to just add as much value as humanly possible without trying to sell you anything. Um, if you do want to um, grow your agency, there will be a calendar link in the description. There's no obligation, but only book that call if you actually have an agency and you think you qualify to invest in something. There's no obligation, um, but cheeky plug. So yeah, take care. Talk to you soon. Cheers.